You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. I look different, do I, Kevin? Yes. Oh, isn't that special? Do I look better than I did last week? You look different, I'll say it again. Well, you know why? Because I am podcasting from my brand new, brand spanking new MacBook Air 11-inch. That's right. You heard me. It's a MacBook Air. It's 11-inch. And it's brand spanking new. And it's all mine, Kevin. It's all mine. Yay! You bastard. I'm so jealous. No. (laughs) Well, you know, things happen, don't they? No, wait a minute. This is the man that has said repeatedly... I don't need a MacBook Air. Did, did I say that? I no. I no. Not me. Not Would me. Would you like me to go research the show numbers and put them all in the show notes for you? Do you have to? Can, I, can, I can't we just I, put it down to a happy coincidence? You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> No, that is. I, I'm, 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 I'm happy and 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 that you have finally seen the light, my friend. I have, and all for geekiest show ever, one hundred and fourteen. And you know what, Kevin? I, I, I didn't even announce this on Namp yet. You're getting my first opinion, my first thoughts, my first reasons why I have turned to a MacBook Air, and I will likely, about ninety nine percent likely, sell my iPad Mini. You heard it oh, here first, a- listeners. This, this is a geekiest show ever exclusive. Kevin, please don't have heart defibula- failure. Defibrillator, please. Come, come on, l- listen. Don't, don't, don't rain on my parade. Okay, you can do that after the show. Let's get the show done first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I can't give you mouth-to-mouth resuscitation from this far away. And thank God for the internet. <laughs> oh yeah, because my breath is probably stinky. It, you yes. know what? It, it's, it's early morning my time, and I had breakfast, and I forgot to clean my teeth. So, anyway. <laughs> and we have a show title. <laughs> cra- 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 absolute crazy times. Now, Kevin, I, I, let, let me go through the thought process here. Now, I, I've, I've put a blog this post. I, this, I, this I want to hear. Right. I've I, I put a blog post on my website about, you know, the MacBook Air and, and selling the iPad Mini. Now, what's been happening recently is we've been up, doing up the house a bit. And not doing up the outsides or the insides, because that's fine. It's, it's all okay. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've replaced my whole entertainment setup. We've bought a brand new lounge suite, uh, you know, really beautiful lounge suite. It, it's now gorgeous. We love the way we've set it up. So what I did with the TV and that, instead of having like a 5.1 surround sound, I bought one Bose. Uh, they called them the, the Bose Solo, and it's basically a, a sound bar type thing from Bose. You know, $500... You know, so quite expensive for what you get. Yeah, really. But the, the sound quality is absolutely gorgeous. But I didn't want speakers everywhere. I didn't want cables everywhere. You know what? I, I've done that for long enough. I had the 5.1 before, and I got tired of the clutter, the mess, crap everywhere. And what I decided, I want to cull down and make it all neat. And, you know, we bought a new TV as well. And part of the reason why we bought the new TV was the old TV, there was nothing really wrong with it. But to attach up a Blu-ray player plus the Apple TV required me to spend $50 on an extra box. And it was just silly. So what we ended up doing, we got a a new 32-inch LCD, uh, full 1080p, beautiful quality. And uh, we went 32-inch because it was half the price 
of what a 40 inch would cost us. It was a clearance sale. It was manufactured in January of this year and it was on clearance. So I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go with that. I'm quite happy with that. Then, um, so, you know, we sort of did that. And then we sold the other TV for $88, the old TV. So, you know, it came down to be like $280 for a brand new high def TV. You know, who's arguing? I mean, that, you know, that, yeah, that's, that's a great... That's, that works out really good. That's a great deal. So we updated the whole home entertainment or the electronics for well under $1,000. You know, about $800. And it's all, you know, Blu-ray player as well. Got a good deal on a Sony Blu-ray player. So it's all perfect. It all works great. So when we did that, we, we sort of got, you know, into the... And, and we also had the new lounge coming as well. So we knew what we were doing and where we were aiming for. And then I started to look at our computer setup and our whole technology home setup. And, you know, we've got four iPads in the house. We've got the iPad mini, uh, two iPad 2s, and one original iPad. And there's four of us, two kids, two adults. Now, we don't need that much technology. So what we need to do is we need to cull down. So uh, the first generation iPad, that's going. And uh, Gretel's second generation iPad is now going to my daughter because Gretel never used it. I spent... $540 on that second gen iPad for her and she would be lucky if she's used it for a day in the entire 18 months she's had it or however long she's had it now Um, she goes to the iPhone all the time she uses the iPhone you know for most things Uh, and the one thing when I, I said to her a week or so ago I said look why don't you use this iPad I'm a bit disappointed that you know I paid a ton of money I got it for you for a gift and it doesn't get used and she said I can't do iPhoto. And I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And for anyone who knows, I mean, iPhoto on the Mac is radically different to iPhoto on on the iPad. You you just, you can't manage photo libraries. You can't do much uh, on the iPad version, unfortunately. It's just too far too limited, which, you know, it will improve over time, but it's just not fully baked yet. And it's just not ready for what she wants to do with it. So the decision was to retire my... 2009 iMac and pass that on to her and the kids now the other thing is we've got some other g4s floating around the house they're going to be sold off i'm going to split those up and and sell yeah i'm I'm getting rid of those two i'm going to take the ram sockets out and and the airport cards and everything because you know we were going to get the kids to use them for their school stuff but unfortunately mathletics won't run properly on the g4 platform uh, it's just too slow. The performance isn't there because Mathletics runs on Flash. So it was like, okay, well, we, you know, we'll move the late 2009 iMac and, and make that the family computer. And that, you know, and, and we toyed over it. Well, you know, could we timeshare it? But, you know, something like this on a Sunday at 10 a.m., maybe Greta wants to get on and do some iPhoto work. And we're, we're using it and we're chatting you know, on Skype and recording a, a show and it just gets in the way and then she wouldn't use it. That's that's the other thing. If she's got to ask permission to use it, she's not going to use it. She just wants to go to it and get it done. So then I had to work out, okay, well, what do I actually need to do my work with? What do I need to do my podcasting with? What do I need to do my writing with? Now, writing can be done on any platform. I, I still lay in bed at times and I'll write an article on my iPhone because it's there with me. And it works. Seriously, Kevin, I, I can pump out in 20 minutes, you know, 
five six hundred word article uh, on the iPhone screen. It's not that hard. It's you must have muscular thumbs, dude. That's all I got to say. You must have some hellacious thumbs. I I, I don't know how I do it, but so I I, do, I I so I don't do it in portrait mode. I do it in landscape mode, so the keyboard's right. a bit bigger, and then I do it that way, and I I, I can type on it fine. Now, the one thing I do find, I never, ever take the iPad mini to bed with me. So I, I never take it. Yeah, no. Okay, Kevin, I don't, I'm not taking it to bed. But, oh, thank God. <laughs> but what I, what I found was that I was using the iPad mini more as a computer replacement, which was never really designed by Apple to be that anyway. So I was using it. I was holding it, Ron. Let's put it that way. There's the show title. <laughs> Uh, I haven't cleaned my teeth and I was holding it wrong. (laughs) Um, But what I also found, and I don't know if if you share this, but when we go out, so, you know, Saturday is generally our family day to go out and get stuff done. The kids go to swimming and so forth. I'd never take the iPad mini with me. It was always something that I'd use around the house, room to room, but I'd always have the iPhone with me. But Why? Because it would fit in the pocket. And being a parent, you know, I, look, I see other people carrying full-size iPads around, but they're not dragging kids with them. They're not, you know, going around making sure that the kids are holding hands to cross a road or something. My kids are still young. They're still six and seven. Um, so they, they still don't really understand, hey, you don't just run out. You stop, you look both ways, and then you, you look back again. and, and still and, run out in traffic. Yeah, but that's you, Kevin. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> God, derailing my my conversation. Um, but yeah, so look, I never really took it out, so it was always used on the lounge. It was all, always used in the kitchen, and for the few frustrations that I would always have, it, it was like, oh, geez, I I can't do this, or I have to go to the Mac to do this. I mean, one thing, for instance, recording these shows, just couldn't do it, and I, you know. Maybe audio bus and Skype could work together and, and all that kind of stuff and come out with a solution. and Maybe there'd be something. But it just seems that it was going to be so far off that it wasn't going to be worth my time waiting for it. It was just... There's elements of the iPad that are absolutely perfect, but when you start to try and do productivity work... And look, I was the one who wrote uh, uh, at the Mac Observer, the iPad Mini is a productivity tool too. I tried it since October of last year, to have that as a, a laptop replacement, a desktop replacement. I did everything I possibly could. I got every app I pro- possibly could to make it work. And it was just still not meeting my requirements. Besides the, the recording of the show, things like Squarespace, I there's no way, or, or not only Squarespace, but all my podcasts, there was no really way to upload them to the server via iOS because, you know... <laughs> I shouldn't say there wasn't any. There was, but it was convoluted, and, and you had to do this and do that and do this and do that, and and then you had to go into an app and open in another app to do this edit to then put the XML file back into Dropbox, and oh, it just it got chaotic. It got out of control, and I felt confused, and I felt like I was doing more work than I should have to do. I felt that. We should be recording, I should be editing, and I should be releasing, and I should have it out. A, a one-hour show should be out in two and a half hours of my time, and that includes the recording time, and it wasn't happening that way. You know, it, it was just 
trying to work on the iPad and trying to work on the iPhone and, and produce content, I know that they're consumption devices primarily. People do make apps for them to be production devices, but they are so far from production that I just couldn't tolerate it anymore. I, I just, I, I couldn't do it. I had to go with something else. And when I looked at, do I want to go another iMac? I went, no, because I looked at the 21.5 inch iMac and they put a 5200 RPM drive in that thing. That's stupid. I, I, I know. Apple, Apple are stupid. idiots to do that. It, you know, it, and the stupid thing is on the high-end one, you could actually upgrade it to a 7200 RPM drive. And it's like, man, my late 2009 iMac has a 7200 RPM in it. Why did you go backwards? And it's like, oh, forget that. I don't want to touch it. Now, my budget couldn't extend to the 27-inch model like you, Kevin. Um, it just, I didn't have the spare cash. We had only just bought new furniture and stuff for the lounge room. I had to be realistic. And oh, yeah. I, I actually got 10% off. So I got the brand new MacBook Air that was only released three weeks ago and I already got 10% off uh, because one of the other retailers was having a, a sale on 10% discount. So I went to the Apple store. They did the price matching. So I only paid $988 uh, for this brand new MacBook Air. I am so happy for you. Yeah, you, Ke- <laughs> listeners, Kevin is flipping me the bird because he's very, very happy with me. Yeah, right. Um, you're, you're number one. You're number one. <laughs> uh, number one, indeed. You know, why, why not do two and say I'm number two? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, my finances couldn't couldn't go that far. But what we were discussing, and, and this is something that Gretel brought up and... and you know, this whole decision about having to sell the iPad mini, I, I'm not going to blame Gretel, but she did pose this question to me. Do you really think you will use your iPad mini when you've got a MacBook Air? And then, I, you know, I, I've been thinking about it and it's like, oh, I don't want to get rid of it. I, I like it. It's a great machine. But yeah, you know what? I went through yesterday and I came across one app I'm going to miss on the iPad and everything else can be replaced on my, my MacBook Air. The one app I'll miss is Blogsy. But guess what? Everything I did in Blogsy, I can do quicker and easier in Safari or in Chrome, which whichever browser you want to use, it doesn't matter. I can do it quicker in one browser. And so when I looked at it, there's nothing left on the iPad other than reading an ebook or other than uh, playing a, a dedicated iOS game. There's nothing there for me anymore because yeah, I can... I- I can streamline it on the MacBook Air. I can get... I I like watching a lot of catch-up TV over the internet, and a lot of the channels haven't made apps, in in Australia, that is, of course, and they run Flash-based systems, so you've got to run them on a Mac. Well, I can now put it on the Mac and AirPlay it to my Apple TV, to the TV, or I can just watch it on the MacBook Air, whereas I couldn't do that on the iPad. It was restrictive. Um, you know, so there's a lot of little elements that go into why this was a good move for me. Now, that's not going to say it's for everyone. I know someone like Scott Wilsey will go, oh, Mark, you, uh, no, no, don't, don't say it's true. And I know everyone's going to be criticizing me at some level of, you know, this guy said that this iPad thing was awesome and that it was a productivity tool too. And it's like, okay, when you do the kind of work I do and you try to push it to the limits, you'll see the problems I have as well. If you just want to play games on it or you just want to read books, fine. But 
Don't try and, and make it a, a creation device because for some, if I was just a writer, it would work. It's still a bit limited, but it would work much better. But as a podcaster as well, too way too restrictive. And, um, you know, I just, I, I still love the Mac. Uh, you know, Sam Montooth, he, he said, oh, you've come back to the Mac. And it's like, yeah, I have in a way. Um, now... <laughs> So I'm, I'm about 99% sure that I'm going to sell the iPad mini. I'm going to put it to the side for a week. And if I don't miss it, if I don't look to use it for a specific purpose, then I'm, I'm just going to sell it and say, well, you know what? It was an experience. I love the little thing, but I'm not going to get usage out of it. One thing that I've got to stop doing, Kevin, and this is what we've done in this household for too many years. I keep everything. I've got a 12-inch PowerBook. I've got a, a, a G4 iMac. And, but you know what? If you know your heart flooded with with the idea of the twelve inch PowerBook, it's a beautiful machine, two and a half grand Australian when it was released for the the entry level model. Damn expensive! I've got to split it up. I've got to take the RAM out, the hard drive out to make a damn dime on it because it's not worth a cent anymore. You know, no one's going to pay fifty bucks for that, even though it cost two and a half grand only in two thousand five, two thousand six, whenever it was purchased. So what I decided to do with the MacBook Air purchase, and, and I said to Greta, well, listen, if I do this and I go without the, the iPad mini, I want to be upgrading my gear a little bit more frequently. I'm happy to go entry level, but I want to upgrade it more frequently. So I'm allowed to get the new iPhone when it's released this year, which is ultra cool, so I can buy that as well. Um, but what we've decided to do is if the... Rather than keeping a Mac for three or four years like we did with the late 2009 iMac and every other Mac we've had in the past, if the upgrade is big enough, like this latest 2013 MacBook Air was over 2012, if the update is big enough, then she's happy for me to buy the new model and sell the old model to then go towards funding it. So obviously I'll lose a few hundred dollars but it's not going to go down to where it's not worth much money at all, which is really, you know, a concern and an issue. And, you know, because it's, it's disappointing when you go and spend thousands of dollars on a computer and then a few years later, guess what? It's not worth anything. It's like, oh, geez, you know. So we're, we're going to, at least Gretel's agreed that I can churn over stuff. iPhone as well. If I stick with just an iPhone, she said, if you go with all three, then, you know, we can't keep replacing all three all the time. But if you go with just right. a phone, and just a, a an entry-level MacBook Air, you can. And, you know, some people on Twitter were sort of like, oh, Mark must have got this maxed out, you know, the i7 uh, <laughs> 1.7 gigahertz processor, 512 gigabytes of storage, 8 gigabytes of RAM. No. Base 11 inch model, 1.3 gigahertz processor, um, 4 gigabytes of RAM, and 128 gigabyte hard drive. Stock standard, absolutely stock standard, entry level, and I couldn't be happier. I really couldn't. Uh, and I've, I've got, because I didn't spend so much money, I've got the opportunity to upgrade when Apple upgrades to the next model if I want. And if, it, if it's a big enough jump. If not, I won't, but yeah. Well, you know, a couple things. Um, one, I believe I said something similar to you along these lines um, maybe six months ago, and you told me I was full of poo-poo. No. But we won't. No. But we won't. It couldn't be won't. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bullshit. The- <laughs> well, hold, hold on. 
Now, let's clarify this because, look, I'm not infallible and I'm I'm happy to be corrected and I'm happy to, to, you know, be declared wrong. Say that last statement, you're what? I'm happy to be corrected. No, no, before that? I'm I'm not infallible. No, 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 (laughs) no. Jeez. Uh, Okay, so specifically, let's look at specifics. What did you actually mention to me back back in that time um, because I honestly can't recall. So what what did you actually refer to or mention? The, the, the gist of what I was talking about was as I was sitting on the fence between new iPad versus MacBook Air, mm-hmm. and I said I can be much more productive on a basic MacBook Air, which at that time would have been a slightly less configuration than you even have. Yes. And I said, I can be more productive on that than I can on an iPad. And you said, oh, no, 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 no. Look, here's how you be productive on it. Now, do I have I a fourth generation? That. Yeah. But do I have a fourth generation iPad? Yes. Yes. Extenuating circumstances that I'm not going to go into why I have one, um, but it works out okay for the way it's being used right now. If I had it to go back and do over, um, I would definitely try to do the MacBook Air thing. Mm-hmm. And and I still sit on the fence now. I still say the iPad's a great device. It's a great complementary device to your primary Mac. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what you just described, is that it could possibly you could possibly end up keeping your Mini because it's a complementary device. Yes. To your Mac. And that's the way I feel. I mean, hell, I've used the Mac, or not the Mac, the iPad as a fourth display mm-hmm. on my system. So, I mean, it works out great. And I, 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 I'm, I'm happy for you. I really, I, you know, all jokes aside, listeners, really, I am happy for him. He has seen the light. He has come, <laughs> he has come to it. He is now re-again anointed in the light and the goodness of the Mac. Um, and I think it's amazing, and I think it's great that you you're doing it with the base model. See, I thought that the base model would be perfect for me, except I the RAM thing is what worries me. See, the, I I thought the same thing. Let me explain my thought process around that. So it's got a four gigabyte limit, non upgradable. So anyone who doesn't know about the MacBook Airline, you cannot upgrade it after you purchase it. So you are stuck. Now the thing to be aware of with that is. There is a limit, but it depends what you're going to do on it. Because I'm writing predominantly and then I produce shows, I'm not going to always hit the limit. I did last night. I, on purpose, hit the limit last night to see what would happen with the page outs. And I got around five, 6,000 page outs. Now, that on a traditional spinning drive, that would be hell. You, your system would slow down to you know deplorable usage. It, it would just be bad. But with the flash hard drive in there it's so fast it's 45 percent faster in this model than it was in the previous macbook air that when it dumps down to the hard drive i didn't notice a thing i did not really? notice any performance decrease whatsoever it's like i'm I'm looking up there and i step menus in, in my menu bar going oh yeah it's maxed out oh well and, and it's still still flying still not peaking the cpus nothing it was just going really smooth and the other thing with the RAM to really consider, when Mavericks is released, 
they've got RAM compression built into that. So provided right. the applications, and certainly Apple's first-party applications will support that, that RAM compression, uh, but that, that RAM compression technique where if it's in the background and it hasn't been used for a while and they compress the hell out of the RAM, it's almost like RAM doubler back from the 90s. Yeah, I um, remember that. You know, that 4 gigabyte ceiling is not going to be as bad as it as it has been or it is under Mountain Line. It's still going to be there and it's still going to be limiting for people who want to do video work or want to do high-end photography work, stuff like that. Uh, but that's not me. You know, that, that's not the type of work I do. About the most I'll put this through is, is you know, rendering the occasional video, um, family video and stuff like that in iMovie and, and using GarageBand and, and the Levelator to do the show stuff. And, and I'm already seeing, wow, this is so much faster with the, the flash drive in it. It's just, wow, this thing flies uh, through things that would make my, my old iMac just churn. So... Um, I'm not. I'm not worried about the RAM issue. I I thought it would be an issue, but then once I thought about it and thought about what's coming in Mavericks, and they made a big deal about it in, at WWDC about this, you know, RAM compression. It says to me that they're aware that they've got things like the MacBook Air. You know, previous models had two gigs of RAM. The recent models have had four gigs of RAM. Uh, even the MacBook Pros only have 8 gigs of RAM. Uh, some, though, you, uh, on the 13-inch, they max out at 8. On the 15, you can go to 16, I think, from memory. Well, so, which, which means you can actually go to 16 on the 13 and 32 on the on the bigger ones because they usually have half of what you can actually socket into the thing. Yeah, except for the Retina displays because you can't modify it's, those ones yeah, either. But, yeah. um, but look, it, it comes down to, I, I think that they were aware that hey to keep the macbook air at this price point to keep you know everything going well we're going to have to put four gigs in there and you know people will hit a ceiling and what can we do with the ram to modify it and and make it more usable and i think you know tweaking the software you know because eventually if we kept going we'd get up to a stage where uh you know we're, we're talking about having RAM capacities of, you know, 128 gigabytes of RAM just to, to run basic applications. So something had to be done about it. So I think this is possibly a, a good approach. It's not going to suit pros. Um, but look, I'm a writer primarily and a podcaster as well. And for what I tend to get it, the usage that I'll use it for, that RAM ceiling isn't going to affect me at all. Um, you know, it, it's just not going to be an issue for me. So, yeah, it, it, it works perfectly. And, and Kevin, 12-second startup from cold. I mean, I turned it on this morning. I'm so used to turning on the iMac that normally I turn on the iMac and I go and get a drink and I come back and, oh, yeah, it's still going a little bit. Oh, there we go. There's the login screen. No, I, I turned away, looked back, and I was already at the login screen. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, it's, That's geez. fast. Yeah, it, it's incredible. Well, you know- that that's I mean you're talking to somebody that's still running a 2008 MacBook Air mm-hmm. that I've got lying on. Yep, <clears throat> and it's only got two gigs of RAM. Boot is very slow. It's got because it's got a spinning hard drive, and I've considered putting an SSD in it. But I've heard people say, "Yeah, you might be spending good money throwing uh, good money down a hole there." Yeah, but you know what? It works for the way I use it, and it works perfectly okay. Yep. So I really am not inclined to do anything with it, and it's running Lion. So, and if I can force Mountain Lion onto it, which I might try, you'll you'll be made. 
Yeah, or I might wait and try to force Mavericks onto it. Who knows? And, you know, the, the other big thing, too, that nine-hour battery life. You know, I, you compare, and, and this is this is where the iPad always trumped the laptop, was in battery life. And it's like, yeah, and that's, not so much anymore. That's what, you, that's what you used to talk to me about, too, Yeah, was, you know, the productivity. But, again, the way I use my iPad or the way I've been using it lately, and we can get messages, we can get notes about this. I've said it on the show before. It makes the best email triage and quick responses, actually even long responses and emails, device I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I will have it sitting alongside my work machine, my actual work laptop, and avoid having email open on it and have it open on my iPad and do mm-hmm. my email on the iPad Yep. as opposed to doing it on my... Excuse me, on my laptop. See, I'm, I'm also getting tired of that. I don't want to... I, I want one device that I take out of the house with me, i.e. the iPhone, and one device that I sit in the house with and do everything on. So I, I'm just culling down, I think, Kevin. I'm, I'm just getting to that stage where... You know, and, and I was having a Twitter conversation um, with uh, Alyssa Paselli from MyMac.com, and she does the Three Geekiest Ladies podcast on, on our network as well, on, on the Stoplight Network. And she has a laptop... So she, she's got like, you know, this 2007 MacBook Pro and all it does every week is record the podcast. Okay. Then she's got a 2008 or 2009 MacBook Pro that does her general work. Then she's got this iPad over here. <laughs> and it's just like, she's got all this gear and I just, I tried not to offend her and I hope I didn't. Alyssa, I'm sorry if I did when I, I tweeted back, but I can't understand using all these different devices for one task and to do that. I've tried that. And for me, it just ends up being, man, I'm going from this and then I'm taking my attention and I'm going over here and I'm taking my... You think you're being more productive, but I don't know if you are. I really, I question, are you actually getting more productivity done or are you just running this gear because you can? And and so I'm taking a different approach. I'm, I'm culling down my technology and look, we're still going to have iPads in the house. The kids are still going to have the an iPad 2 each. We're just getting rid of two iPads, the first gen and the iPad mini. So I'll still be putting iOS 7 on the iPad 2s, and I'll still be experiencing that. And if I need it when the kids are at school, I can take screenshots and whatever. So it's not like we're not going to have an iPad in the house. It's just but we'll get- I, I don't need one for me. But you're going to have to be careful with that, because then we're going to see your addiction to the My Little Pony game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't I review those already? I thought I reviewed those already. What a shame. Um, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, look, you know, it's it's just a different way of doing things. It's a different way of looking at things. Um, and you know what? So far, I'm happy. Look, it's only been 24 hours. But, you know, I, I'm not... I don't think I'm going to miss the iPad mini. Um, I, I think you're going to find yourself switching workflows and you're going to see a productivity increase that you weren't aware of that you could happen. Yeah. Lo and behold that not only me, but I believe a couple of other people may have mentioned to you from time to time. Just we won't a, drag just up a any few. day. Just a few. You know. Um, but anyway, you know, I think you're going to be fine with it. I would still, you know, take the finances out of it for the moment. I understand that whole that whole issue. Yeah. Believe me. You know, I got a family of five here, so <laughs> I completely yep. understand that. Um, but I still think the iPad Mini would be a great complementary device 
to your to your MacBook Air. I just can't see and where I, I'd use it though, Kevin. Because like last night I was sitting on the lounge and I had the MacBook Air on on my lap, and I actually because I wrote a blog post on my own site. Um, detailing how I was a bit concerned about the 11-inch air, would I be contorting my body too much to use it on the knee? And it turns out I contort my body more to use the iPad mini to type on it. Remember, I'm a writer, so when I'm typing, it's got to be a sort of stable platform. And, yeah, just... It, it, the MacBook yeah. Air really worked well on the knee last night. It, it just I, I've got to say that much. And I've, I've got pretty thick thighs and, and thick... Knees and legs and yeah, okay, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> call, call it thunder thighs if you will. Uh, <laughs> but but seriously, it that Kevin, not in your hat. You got to put it on your head. Uh, but but seriously, that you know, it, it it solved all my problems. And I I actually wrote a couple of posts very quickly on the MacBook Air last night, sitting watching the TV, and it's like this is perfect. I'm in heaven. So. Look, you know, people are going to criticise me anyway for taking a backflip. But you know what? I, I gave it the good old college try. You can't say that I didn't try to make that iPad mini work. No, we cannot say that. And I will pay good money to see you do a backflip, by the way. Oh, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to backflip. I mean... Look, no, no, no. I mean a real backflip. Oh, no. Jeez, I'd break me back. Either that or I'd fall on my head and then I'd be even wackier than I am now. Uh it's not but, like you'd heard anything important that way. No, absolutely not. But, you know, in, in all honesty, it's, um, look, we're, we're geeks at heart, and the iPad mini, you know, was a cool device when I got it. It's still a cool device. It's still awesome. I just can't use it in my daily workflow. I can't see a reason why I'd use it. And, um, you know, even if I look at iBooks, iBooks is coming out in Mavericks as well. So I'll be able to use the, yeah. the MacBook Air. Plus, I read sometimes on the... Um, on, on the iPhone, just because I've got it there with me. There's just less and less of, of a reason why I should keep this this third device around. And I just, yeah, I, I think it's time to just cull down, keep it simple, um, and, and just not have another device that's a further distraction. I may actually get more work done. I'm, you know. And, Squirrel. What? Where? Where? Um <laughs> You know, look, I, I, and I guarantee I can be more productive. I guarantee after this I can sit down, pump it into GarageBand, edit it out, export it, and have it up within an hour and a half, you know. And that's, you know, doing everything because everything's right there on the Mac, all the apps that I need to use, and I can multitask correctly. One of the things that was really eyeing me about iOS and still does is the multitasking. I know they've modified it a little bit in iOS 7, and it's getting better but it's still not the same as having, you know, command tab and going through all your open windows. It's still not the same as using expose and going, bingo, I need that window. There's just pressing that home button twice. Just, it doesn't work for me. Thank God there's, there's going to be motion um, abilities to, to get into the multitasking in, in iOS 7, but it's still, it, it still is just limited. And, you know, I'm the type of person that likes to have two things going at one time. So if I'm doing research for an article I'm writing, I want the research article on, on, it, on generally the left-hand side of the screen and then the article that I'm writing on the right-hand side because then, 
you know, I'll go and I'll quote, you know, a segment of, of someone's article or, you know, I'll just get background information. You know, how many times do you go to Wikipedia and, and go and look for something and then, oh, yeah, okay, there's the statistic that I need and let's go and, and confirm that and cross-check it and put it into the article. So there's all of that to consider as well. So it's just, it's my workflow. I tried so hard, but the the iPad mini and the full-size iPad just, isn't doing it for me, Kevin. It's just, it's not there. So, you know, I think I'll, I'll sell it and, and let someone else have, you know, happy usage with, uh, with something that, you know, really I, I've, you know, worn into the ground over the last, you know, eight, nine months, however long I've had for now. Uh, you know, and hey, you know, maybe I should put it out on Twitter and, and say, guess what? I'll sign it with a silver magic marker. You know, that this, this famous internet guru that, you know, is on all these podcasts, you know, you, you, you want a signed version of the iPad mini? I'll sign it for you. It'll only cost you a few hundred dollars more. You know, I'm a, I'm a, look, Kevin, we're internet celebrities and, and Hey, I, you know, I'm the big kahuna. We're, we're celebrities in our own minds. That's for sure. Ah, oh. is that all? <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Well, you know, you you talked about doing the upgrade. We might have to work out a a shuffling thing where when you get the new Air, your Air comes to America. Air America, like the movie. Uh Very good. Nice play on words. And and then we can can just make a rotating process here. Mm. You get your new MacBook Air. You ship that one to America. I make use of it. When you get another one and it's time for me to upgrade, we just keep this process moving. We just have a little assembly line here because to the way I use them, they're fine. Again, I'm using a 2008 MacBook Air that does everything I need to do out of a portable computer. Well, you know what, Kevin? I will will certainly hit you up first before I consider selling my existing MacBook Air. No violence. No, absolutely not. I, I, I shall be in touch. But look, you know, as far as I'm concerned, th- this will work well until the next edition of the MacBook Air. Um, if I... And, and Apple's got to pull something nice out of the hat for me to upgrade. If they just do minor tweaks, I'm not going to be interested. But if they pull some good new technology, then I'll upgrade. You know, one of the reasons, obviously, battery life, of course, but one of the other reasons I, I wanted to go for this model is I'm going to pick up a time capsule as well and run the new 802.11ac draft specification because mm-hmm. it blows even n networking away you just look at the the you know on a graph where g is where n is and then where ac is and it's like holy crap so you know that to me is awesome and that's why i said well hey i can go with the 128 gigs and then i'll have nas drive you know connectivity so i'll have the so I'll use the time capsule as, as not really a time capsule uh, because I'll, I'll do that re- I'll do that backup process with Carbon Copy Cloner. I don't use Time Machine on, on the Mac. I just never got used to it. I use Carbon Copy Cloner, and for that, I connect in daily a USB drive and do a backup that way. And I've been doing that for years, and I'm happy with that. So I'll be using the, the time capsule as a hard drive to hold my media, hold my high-def movies and stuff like that. Uh, and then I'll be um, connecting other NAS drives to it as well. You know, I'll get the two terabyte um, unit, two terabyte time capsule, and then it's got three uh, Ethernet ports, so I can have three additional uh, NAS drives connected to it. 
and it's got a USB port, so I can always pump in a, a I think it's a USB 2 port, though. It's not USB 3 for some reason. I don't remember. I, yeah, I can't remember either, but that somehow rings a bell. Either way, you know, I can put all this content there and just have it wirelessly. And look, I, I've been a NAS Drive user for years. Back, you know, five years ago, I was using NAS Drives over a G network to pump video around the house to all the computers. So I'm not, you know, that's not foreign to me. That's not something that I'm scared of. Um, you know, the setup process and the management of it. That doesn't worry me. I'm very comfortable with that. So... I'm going to do that again, and then that way, you know, hey, I've got two terabytes on my MacBook Air, and it comes to me really, really quickly. Sure, it's not as fast as the internal storage. No arguments there. But, you know, it's fast enough. Yeah, no, I, well, see, of course, I'm a hard or a firm believer in hardwired connections, which mm -hmm. I have the ability to do for most of the stuff that I use on a regular basis. So, you know, I, I, but I understand the, the, the allure of the, uh, the new specification where you get, what's it rated at? I forgot. Uh, um, G is 54. G is 54. N is, oh God. No, G, N is. No, 54. N is 54. G is 11. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't remember. Oh, geek credibility going out the window as we speak. You know what, Kevin? We can edit this. <laughs> you, know no. what? you know what? Let me just go and have a look at apple.com. And, and we'll have a look because, you know, and, and look, I know that people who aren't into apples are probably rolling their eyes right now, but too bad. We get a new piece of kit. We talk about it. <laughs> and and okay. don't worry, Kevin, we will talk about your holiday in a minute, I promise. Uh, we'll, oh, we'll, sorry. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but it's always exciting when yeah. you get a new piece of kit. It's uh, And when you're doing upgrades, you know, it's always like, wow, this is just a cool time and lots of fun. Um, so the... And normally it's not me, too. <laughs> you know... <laughs> That's the other thing. Thanks. You're saying I piss away more money than you do is what you're basically saying. I didn't say that. No, but, you know, regardless, every time a new Mac comes out, I see everyone else I know go, oh, yeah, I bought this new Mac. And it's like, for once, I get to be that guy, uh, you know, because I've been holding I, on for a few years. So, I Believe me, I know that feeling. I still enjoy that feeling. And it's been, what have I, this is a, Two years 2011. So it's been... Just over two years now. So, that I've so had Kevin, this. what what happens is you become an internet sensation, a Twitter sensation. You start trending overnight, literally, when you buy a new piece of Apple Kit. It's like everyone wants to be your friend. Everyone wants to hear about it. Everyone wants to talk about you. And, and, and oh wow, did you check this out? Unfortunately, what happens is you know a week later, no one gives a damn. Yeah, pretty you know? much. Yeah. And, and and the other thing is, if I left it like another month to get it, everyone would be going, yeah, so? It's a MacBook Air. Big deal. But see, Everybody's I, I got one now. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to get them when they're released because then, you know, it, 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 pikes, it, it piques the interest. Um, now, just to give you an idea, okay, so 802.11ac uh, draft specification, because it hasn't been finalized yet, is three times faster than an N network. Now, the G network, we were completely wrong. The B networks must have been 11 megs. Uh, the G network runs at 54, the N network runs at 450, and the AC runs at a whopping 1300. Which means you cut all of those numbers in half for real life throughput, I think. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And Which is still good. 
Yeah, and also it depends. As you get further away from the base station, of course, you're going to drop speed naturally anyway because it cannot keep up that connection. Um, but, you know, using it in the home and so forth, I, I should pretty much get close to the, the top speed. Um, that's provided, though, that it's actually going to work on a mountain line because a few of the early reviews I saw um, were stating that it's actually limited on mountain line and that it's not going to be fully upgraded until we get Mavericks and then it's going to be the full the, throughput. But I don't yeah, know if that's I've, true or not. I've heard a couple people talk about that. I think uh, uh, Katie and David were talking about that on MPU uh, recently, mm -hmm. that it was uh, going to be limited until Mavericks comes out, which is, what, fall, if I remember right? I've already forgotten. Yeah, it's in the fall, yeah. So, yeah, no, I think that's true. Of course, you're looking at a guy that not too awful long ago put Mountain Lion on, <laughs> on his iMac. I just hadn't gotten around to it. I don't, for whatever reason, I just, I realized, oh, shit, there's some application I wanted to load that was Mountain Lion only. And I went, huh, well, you, I guess it's time to do it. I, you know you know what? It's something that I'll do day of launch uh, when it's released. I, I go and uh, just make a, a carbon copy clone back up. I do two, in fact. Uh, so that if anything happens, I've, I've got it backed up and I can just restore. Um, and I'll do that. And provided everything works fine, there's no dramas, I'll just keep running, you know, as if nothing's happened and enjoy the new OS. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be really interested to see, you know, with as I mentioned with that RAM uh, issue, what happens there as well. Um, you know, uh, with... The, you know, under Mavericks, I think that'll be a nice nifty feature for anyone, you know, using a system with, like I do, limited RAM. Um, but yeah, you know, look, it, it's it's going to be a fun 12 months using this new machine, at least, you know. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe even longer. If they don't do a good enough upgrade, I'm not going to upgrade. It's as simple as that. But if they, you know, increase the specs enough that it was worthy, then I'd say, yeah, but... Who knows? I mean, it's up to Apple to, to do that. But right now, I'm extraordinarily happy with what I've purchased. I think it's amazing, dude. It's well-deserved. All jokes aside. Thank you, uh, Kevin. I, it is very well-deserved. And I think uh, your, your wife, Gretel, is a saint who walks among us here on the planet. Um, oh, she also wants to talk to you after this show, too. So uh, we... <laughs> I've got to keep you around for that, just so that you know. Just so that you know. Okay. I don't know if I'm getting in trouble or not, but anyway, you know. Is she, this, is this she the said, private I want to talk conversation? To Kevin. Is this the private If she asked me to leave the room, then we're, then I'm in trouble. Yeah, you're going to have to leave the room. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, so. if we're finished talking about my new Mac, you think yeah, we're finished yet, or, or should we continue a little bit longer? We can continue as long as you want. You know, I, I think I've said enough. I think we'd better start hearing from you, Kevin, because the, the first 20 minutes of the show is me rambling on about this new computer. So, uh, <laughs> what a geek. Um, what a geek. Anyway, so let, let me ask you, you went on holidays uh, this last week, hence why this show's running a bit late. Uh, you know, we weren't going to put Mike through the torture of, uh, <laughs> you know, putting up with Mark again. Uh Although I've got to tell you, when you and Mike do the show, yeah, you kind of you you went into some weird areas there too. I, I think Mike really needs some good sanitizing gel before <laughs> before coming back on. <laughs> you know, I, uh, 
Mike's the if, third third leg in, in this situation, but we love Mike. He's, he's always great and always welcome on the show. But uh, we decided as it wasn't going to be too long and, and neither of us was sick that we'd sort of uh, just do it this way. So, Mike, it wasn't that we were dissing you. We just uh, thought that, well, it's a couple of days late. It's not such a big deal. And besides which, this last week, I had no time whatsoever, besides buying the new MacBook Air. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. I, I just had stuff to do. We had new furniture arrive, so I had to change the lounge room. Actually, after the show, I'll show the new lounge and everything. Um, I won't show the listeners, of course. I don't want everyone in my lounge room, you know. that's That'd just be freaky um creepy too yeah um but no i I had to go and have an appointment at a government department and i won't go into the details but it was just sit there for you know an hour and a half wait 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 go in have the meeting five minutes out the door and it's like i could have done this on the damn phone you know but no that that would be preserving taxpayers' money to do that on the phone, wouldn't it? It's like, what the hell? And Anyway, um, so this last week was bad. I didn't even produce an amp this last week, Kevin. That's, that's how that. busy it was. Um, so this next week coming in, uh, we're going to be producing everything. The MacBook Air is going to be working overtime, and we're going to get the job done. We're going to get the shows out to the people, and the people are going to say, thank God he's back. We've missed him. He's a, he's a rock star. Anyway, the oh. <laughs> so any, anyway, going back to your holiday, instead of me, <laughs> this, this show is all about Mark, and I just spat on my screen, my new MacBook Air screen. I'm like an old man. I've got to wipe the, wipe the spittle away from the mouth. Don't, don't ask Gretel about that. There's always a puddle in the middle of the bed near my pillow okay. in the morning. <laughs> we don't know if you piddle when you puddle. Oh, uh, it wasn't pit. a piddle when I puddle, no. Actually, Kevin, okay, before we get into your holiday, this is funny. Have you, as an adult, ever had a little accident, as in wet in the bed? And I'm not not talking a a problem with incontinence, because that's a serious problem, and I don't want to make light of it. It's a serious problem that many adults do suffer, so I'm not trying to make light of that. Um, But it's something that I don't suffer. And about a year ago, maybe a bit longer... Um, I was in this really, really deep sleep. You know, who knows? I, maybe I was dreaming of Seven of Nine or Angelina Jolie. One of them, you know. And I, I couldn't get out of the dream and out of the bed quick enough. And uh, I had a little accident. And when I say a little accident, I mean, imagine my kids wet in the bed. I did. And uh, yeah, Gretel was kind of like, Ew, and you know, and anyway, it was an awkward situation, but it was the first time I've ever done that as an adult. Of course, as a kid, you know, I, I, you know, grew out of it when I was, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, something like that. Um, so you know, it, it had never occurred, and then this just happened once. And I've got to tell you, Kevin, I was scared. I, I honestly didn't know what was wrong with me. And I, the, the following week or two weeks, I was going to bed thinking. Oh, jeez, I hope this doesn't happen again. I hope there's not something wrong with me, Willy Wonka. You know, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Oh, boy, I've got to go here. If I was a black man, that'd be a different type of chocolate factory. (laughs) Oh, dear God, no. Don't go down. No, no, no. Oh. And we have gone off the rails. 
See, we, we didn't just drive off the rails. We jumped the track over the shark, and we're going downhill at about 150 miles an hour. But you know what? When, when, when I thought, when, when this event happened, I, I, I thought of, of Bart Simpson saying on one of the episodes, you know, something about, oh, accidents happen, man, or, you know, some something similar happened in an episode of The Simpsons, and it was just funny, and I thought of that, and anyway. But, you know what, Kevin, I'm glad to know that you haven't had a, a, that happen in your adult life. Very happy to hear that. Now, now that we've done with that, and we're nearing the end of the show, and we've got to close it out in the next 10 minutes, I'll, I'll give you 10 minutes without interrupting you. Could you tell us all about your holiday? Oh, dear God, I'm not sure I want to after that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's see. What else can I embarrass myself with? You, you know, th- this isn't the geekiest show ever. This is the most embarrassing show ever. And I just spat on my screen and, and, and right on your face, Kevin. Oh, jeez. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. I wiped your brow. No, no, no nose pickle. Nose, nose, nose pickles are gooey and yucky. Oh, God, I could tell you a story about nose pickles. No, 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 no. Okay, we're, we're, all right, let, let's talk no, about, let, let's be serious now. Serious faces, <sighs> calm down, relax. Your holiday, Kevin, did you, number one, did you have a good time? Uh, yes, we did. Fantastic. <laughs> no. No, no, uh, no, number just, two, just for, did the kids drive just, you insane? Not really, not too much. Good. No, it's, it wasn't too bad, we went, uh... We went down to uh, the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, mm-hmm. which is eastern, te- the eastern part of the state of Tennessee here in the United States. For those that uh, uh, don't know, it's uh, it's a national park. It was done. It was made to preserve uh, a portion of the Southern Appalachian Mountains and the forest before it was all cut down and logged and everything. This was back in the early 1900s, if memory serves me correctly. But we went down. We rented a cabin up in the mountains. Uh, we've been down there before, but this time we rented a cabin that was more, even more secluded than the previous time. And it was high enough up in the mountains, uh, and I think I tweeted this to Mark the other day, um, that the town that it's near called Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, it was like 90 about 90 91 degrees in town when we got back up to the cabin it was uh i think it was 79 or 80 degrees that was incredible i couldn't believe such a change yeah i mean you know it's winding up this little road and this little road that went up to the cabin very nice Mm two-lane road uh but there were a couple places where you'd go over a hill and take a blind turn in another, in the opposite direction from which you were heading. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you didn't really speed up this little road <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, uh, but it was a gorgeous little cabin. I'll put some pictures and stuff up. Um, but we had a good time down there. One of the big things that was a real challenge, though, is being that far out. We were about nine miles, give or take a little bit, outside of town. Um, the cellular coverage there was. We had satellite TV, which I've, you know, it was nice. Uh, the owner, you know, pays for all that, and you get the satellite package that they mm-hmm. have. And it had the basic stuff, which was more than enough. Um, but there's no cable service, cable TV service, hence no broadband service. Oh, okay. And uh, that was that was a different thing for me to be someplace without broadband service. 
And AT&T's coverage in that part of the area, when I was in town, was fine. But when we got a little ways out of town, it sucked. It was really funny. I think it was was Tuesday. We took what's called an auto trail, and Mm -hmm. we toured a place called Cades Cove, C-A-D-E-S, Cove, uh, an area that was settled. We did a little hiking over in that area. It's like an 11 or 12-mile circular one-way trip that you mm-hmm. take it's a portion of the park and it's like got over in there there was you know we're looking at houses built around 1812 cabins, wow. cabins. um uh and they were occupied up until the early 1930s when the park was formed and uh we saw you know old churches old historic churches and stuff like that but i had no cellular service over there at all it was funny. We're coming back, and I'm still up in the park, and I'm, and we started to come down out of the park into a town called Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Some may have heard of that. And literally, almost as soon as I dropped into Gatlinburg, my phone started going ding, 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 email. <laughs> oh, the tweets. Everything started flying into my phone. I'm sitting there in traffic, and I had the phone in the overhead thing in the van that we have where you keep, like, sunglasses and stuff. I just had it up there mm-hmm. out of the way. I just hear a thunk, thing, you know, making all the noises with emails coming in and stuff. I'm like, what the hell? And suddenly text messages started coming through. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. But the way I saw, and I had, I've had for a while, I think I may have mentioned on the show, I have a little MiFi device. Yeah. And it's, um, who the hell's phone was that, yours or mine? Don't think it was mine. Must have been yours. Okay. I have a little MiFi device, and our listeners, I think, know what they are, little portable 3G uh, uh, internet access devices. I have one from Virgin Mobile because it's a pay-as-you-go, which is I don't want a monthly bill. Yep. When I, It's the same thing we used uh, a little over a year ago when I was coming back on the train, and we sure. Skype, me going 70 miles an hour across Florida, you in Australia, and I'm giving you a video tour of the little, cool. little, thing, <laughs> little room I had on the train. Um but I took it, and it's on Virgin Mobile actually rides Sprint's network here in the United States. Mm-hmm. That's the actual carrier. They're an MVNO or whatever it is, reseller. Yep. I, I hadn't fooled with it all week. And then a couple days ago, oh, let's see what kind of coverage. Because when I saw the AT&T thing didn't work, I went, oh, crap. I'm sure I'm not getting anything. I turned that little thing on, and we had brilliant coverage. I'm up in the middle of nowhere, and that thing was getting a great signal. So I had my took out my MacBook Air, did a few little things I needed to do, and my daughter gets on there, got her iPad out, and she her iPad Mini, and she was able to use it. Of course, then I started picking at her. She she'd start to get a little rude. And I'd say, "Up, oh, I cu- I take my hands and cup it over the the MiFi." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cruel! And I'd say, "Tell Daddy how much you love him." <laughs> so it was it was funny, but. Um, it was it was interesting that that little device would do that. You know, we'd get coverage, and I'd have cellular or uh, data coverage way up there in the middle of nowhere. I sent you a couple pictures of the yeah, view. Yeah, we... beautiful view. Yeah, I looked up last. I looked up the other day. Um, we were at about sixteen. I think we're around sixteen hundred feet above sea level there, mm-hmm. maybe a little higher, give or take. Um, it was nice. It was pretty isolated, but an interesting thing happened is that we were supposed to have come home yesterday. We didn't get home. I got up a little after 5 this morning. We got ready. We left down there at 7 o'clock, drove home. We were supposed to have come home yesterday. 
But Thursday evening, we decided, well, let's see if we can stay another night. And they, they gave us half off for staying another night. Uh, it was cheaper than any of the nights we had paid for to that point to stay, uh, which is great because, I mean, I'm running a 1,500-square-foot cabin, and we were only paying 180 bucks a night for that. So you can't really complain. And uh, we, we decided to stay. Well, storms came up that night. And not bad thunder and lightning storms, but these god-awful downpours. And, I mean, when you're on a mountain like that and it starts to rain, it starts to wash. And it poured. We had a river coming down the side of the road, turned and came in along a little bit of a driveway slash parking spot we had, and was running across the front of the cabin. And there was, I mean, literally, it was probably about five foot wide. It wasn't more than an inch or so deep as it ran across the cabin and on down the mountain past the cabin because once you go outside of the cabin it drops off about 75 feet wow now yeah <laughs> it drops down pretty quickly incredible uh, not straight but it's it's mm. quite a drop off and we had three or four hard rains like that that night well here we are sitting there about 10 30 we were sitting around playing cards and having excuse me having fun and the power went out oh yeah you know we're out in the middle of nowhere and we talk about dark. This was dark beyond dark because <laughs> there was no light anywhere. And what was really funny was, uh, and I told Mark we'd use this as a show. What do you do as a geek when the lights go out? So the kids are all going, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, most of all the devices, and that's another thing, I took way too many freaking devices with me, were all charged Hence up. That's why I'm going back to one. <laughs> Well, I had to take work laptop. I took my own laptop. I took two iPads, two iPod minis for the kids to watch videos on while we're driving down the road. It's like a seven-hour drive from my house to there. Um, so anyway, we uh, we were sitting. But I had all. So we went out in the great room there in the cabin, and I turned on a couple of the devices, and they lit up the room pretty good, you know. And the kids started playing on their DSs and stuff like that. And we sat there, and the, we called to let them know the power was out and all that. And uh, it came on. They went out about 10.30. It came on like 1.30 uh, would have been yesterday morning. Uh, so, But it was kind of neat. You know, you're sitting there, and the only thing lighting the room is from my one iPad and a couple of the iPods. They were That's the only. And so, well, it really was. It was kind of funny to sit. You know, we're out in the middle of the wilderness. Nothing around us anywhere is close. And that's the light sources we're using. <laughs> of course, living out there with no power, you're on well water, so we couldn't we couldn't really use the flush the toilet every time we used it. So we had to go with the old saying: if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, so, flush it down. Right. Uh, so we had to do that. Of course, then you have to take the iPod in there and set it on the sink so it lights up the bathroom so you can see what the hell you're doing. <laughs> And I actually use my little, uh, I have a little cellular flip phone, which is my emergency phone. And I had that in there. It threw off a shitload of light. Oh, pardon me. A little light. And I used it to light up uh, stuff while I was there. So it was interesting. It was, you know, it was an interesting. The kids Fun thought times. Was, they, actually, they said, oh, this is an adventure. You know, it's quite the yeah. adventure. And it's a good thing we decided to stay the extra night because I got so little sleep that night. Driving home yesterday, I would have been a basket case. Mm. So uh, it was. I'm glad we stayed the extra night. And then the trip home today was interesting. I'll say that because of traffic and 
and people that can't drive, and I should have been allowed to pull them over and strangle the living breath right out of their body, but I'm not, because it's illegal, you know. Such a shame, that isn't it? Because there's a couple van loads of people that should not have been allowed to continue, but I'm not going to say anything. You know what, uh, uh, I... Pat Mann has a, a sign, uh, you know, there's 7 billion people on the planet, that's 6 billion too many, or, or whatever it is, and it's like, it's so true, it's like, get rid of some people, just, you know, pe- yeah, but no, people need to, we need something that makes sure that people can never reproduce. We some need to people. cull, we need to cull stupid. Indeed, we need to cull down just like I'm doing. Yeah, but uh, it was a, it was a nice trip overall. We had a good, uh, it was a nice drive. We left last Sunday morning and got back. Uh, like I said, we got back this afternoon after dealing with traffic and stuff. Um, uh, but it was really nice. It was it was enjoyable, and I frankly think at some point I may move down to that area. Nice, and well, you know, it certainly like when when I saw the pictures and, and you showed me the uh, the website. Um, for the accommodation that you stayed in. And it was just, wow, you know, just what they had there and the outlooks and everything, just beautiful landscape, just really, really nice. I, I showed Gretel, actually, and she said, if we ever go to the US, we're going there and we'll, we'll you know, do, you know, 50-50 and, and meet up with you for a big holiday and, and book one of the places because it's just beautiful. It's just, you know, we've got some nice places out here but I've never seen anything like what they do there. It was just just gorgeous. Wait till I process some of the photos and I'll share them with you. I might, I'll share some more of them online. It, some of the views we took when we were over in Cades Cove and stuff like that, the amazing vistas that you could see across the valley. And then to think these people cleared, the, when you see these pictures and see the land that's cleared and you see the woods, these people cleared this land by hand. Wow. I mean, you see you know they you know they're 1800 1812 1820 yeah you took the trees down by hand of course you were reusing them too so mm-hmm. it was it's pretty amazing when you see that and see how people lived and 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 it just it's just unbelievable in some ways um but we really we had a good time and i would encourage any any anybody that lives here in the united states if you have the opportunity Go spend some time in the Smokies. It has the usual touristy stuff. The kids got to drive some go-karts. We played miniature golf. Um, there's an amusement park there, a big amusement park, actually, if you want to go do the roller coasters and all that sort of thing and bungee jumping. and They have this huge Ferris wheel that just opened that you can put eight people in a car, and it's an air-conditioned little thing, and it's this gigantic Ferris wheel and... You know, then they have all the shopping for all the people that want to go shopping. I get tired of the shopping after a while. Though, you know, mm-hmm. Once you look at touristy crap. Although I did get one thing that you'll get the benefit to see this later this year. I've been collecting for a few years. Everybody knows you and I love trains. Yep. I've been collecting the Hallmark collectible train ornaments for several years now. But they're kind of heavy. And you can't really hang them on the artificial Christmas tree. They'll bend the branches down too oh, much. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found a little tabletop three-foot ornament tree that's made out of heavy metal. Yep. This year at Christmas, I'll probably set it here on my desk and hang all my little trains all over it. Nice. Yeah, train Christmas tree or Christmas tree train or 
I don't know what the shit you call it, but it'll be a train full of trees. That's <laughs> or, cool. Or a train full of trains. Yeah, that's it. Whatever. Vice versa and reverse the other ways around twice once removed. Something like that. <laughs> awesome. And you know what, Kevin? I'm glad that you had a, a great holiday. It was, uh, it was good to see the couple of tweets come through from you and, and the pictures. And It's always good when someone goes and has a break because you can live vicariously through them and you look forward to then your break to when you can do something similar. So, you know, we, we were going to go away on holidays mid-year with the, the school holidays being on now and we decided not to. We decided to, you know, do some modifications, as I mentioned, to the house and, and stuff instead of the holiday thing. Plus, it's it's winter here anyway, so it's a little bit cold to do much. Winter there. So what's your high temperature yesterday? Oh, uh, yesterday, well, it's been raining. You know what, I, I can't, I didn't actually, I'm not like you, I don't have the the weather stuff um, all the time on my phone, but I can tell you what it is today. It's cool today, It's 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 been quite humid, it's not freezing cold by any stretch of the imagination. Um... But it is. Do you want it in Fahrenheit? I better give it to you in Fahrenheit because uh, otherwise we'll be struggling. Uh, so right now it's 57 degrees Fahrenheit with a low overnight of 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm, that doesn't sound like winter. No, and and you know what? There's some people who live around this area who still wear shorts in this weather, and it's like, yeah, it's like me if I live there. <laughs> You'd wear a t-shirt and shorts, I'm sure of it. So, yeah, anyway, you know, it's just me. But, you know, you talk about the weather, and then I have to tell you something else that happened this morning as I was packing the van to come home. We, uh, in the southwestern portion of the United States, down around where Melissa, the Mac Mommy, lives and Las Vegas in that area, they're setting record temperatures of 112, 115, 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. that's hot that's yeah. just damn hot that's... look I, I like warm weather but there's a limit and do you know if it's it's humid where they are whether the humidity is very high it's a drier heat I think see I can do a dry heat to almost any temperature it doesn't really fuss me but when it gets humid I am a sticky icky yucky mess it, it's just you know talk about sweat spots everywhere Thanks for that picture. Uh, and on that note... <laughs> so, yeah, it's your reaction to one other thing, though. Yep. This morning, I just happened to think of this. When I was loading the van, I went out and I went to put something in. And as I looked on my shoulder, I glanced over and... No, 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 no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. A spider was crawling up my shoulder. A big one? It was a uh, what we call in this country a granddaddy long leg. Oh, uh, Jesus, Kevin. It was probably about that big around. Oh, oh. Including his legs. The listeners in this country might know. They have a teeny oh. tiny little body. And he has long and they don't hurt you. They're completely harmless. Uh, you know what? I, I, I did say that we'd come and, and do a fifty fifty holiday with you. No. <laughs> I need to know better now. <laughs> But he he ran up he ran up my shoulder and onto my back and I couldn't see him so I went ahead and kept loading. I knew he was back there somewhere, and then went around and did some more loading. You're kidding! You just kept going, knowing that he was on your back. You are crazy. I was gonna wait till I got inside and somebody could pick him off for me. 
So then I went around. Oh, but you're rolling around on the ground going, ah! Then I walked around on the the side of the van and started loading some more stuff, and he came back down my arm, so I just picked him up and flicked him off. Oh, absolutely insane. I was more worried it was a big mosquito than anything else. Until when I realized it was a spider, I didn't freak. I thought it was a mosquito. I was going, oh, crap, this thing's going to bite me. You got, the... you got me all freaked out now, Kevin. I mean, the, the hair on my neck, is the hair on my head standing up, the little I've got left, left that is. You know, it's all standing up. You got me freaked out. Okay, that's it. We're closing Geekier Show over for this week. Spiders have come out, and Mark is starting to feel icky. Icky. Icky and icky. Shocking. Anyway, Kevin, where can the listeners find out more about you in the next week? And I take it you're going back to work this week, so uh, have a good week. But it's a short week here in the United States because our 4th of July Independence holiday is Thursday. See, now, the U- okay, here, why doesn't Australia get this? I mean, we follow the US with so much stuff. We have all your TV shows, all your movies, all your music, all, all your lifestyles. We eat our hot dogs and, and all that stuff. Why can't we share your holidays? You're, feel free to celebrate the Independence Day if you wish. It's Thursday, the, July. The, the, the problem is we don't get time off work. I do. I know. <laughs> it's a it's a three day work week for me coming up, and uh, oh, talk about hot dogs! The Nathan's World Championship Hot Dog Eating Contest will be held Thursday. It's held every Fourth of July up in uh, uh, Coney Island, New York. What, what's the they record ha- for that? Uh, in ten minutes, I think it's like seventy some hot dogs and buns. You know, it's really a wonder that people don't kill themselves. I mean, I can eat a lot, you know, and I can eat quite fast. But to to do that, and you know, I think they they've got to keep it down for a certain amount of time, don't they, before they can yeah. then throw it up again. But the one guy that's won it the last few years doesn't even throw it up. My God, that's one big turd. I'm just yeah, that's buns and hot dog both. Good Lord, how would you get it out? Oh, that's a picture we didn't need to give the listeners. But anyway, there it is. Kevin, where can you be found? Well, I, I think over the next week, if anybody wants to even speak to me after that, uh, or if they want to think about Mark with a spider crawling around on him, <laughs> hey, Dorothy, find some good photos for, of him. For no. him. Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at uh, or on app.net. Uh, same thing. It's uh, B-I-G underscore I-N underscore B-A. Or you can find me uh, other stuff that I do over on uh, about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. Fantastic. And for anything related to me, simply head across to markgreentree.com. And, uh, well, thank you for everyone who has listened and stayed subscribed. Uh, We appreciate you uh, coming back to us week after week, listening to our wacky tales of wet in the bed, being scared of spiders, and getting a new MacBook Air. That's right, listeners. New MacBook Air. But until next week, when I talk about it just a little bit more, take care. And between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohn from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast. 
part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts.